Hey, faith family. Welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hi, Randy. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Good to be back. Uh, Michigan is where I was. Yeah. Vacation. Yeah. Did you know that there's a lake? Well, I know that you know there's a lake in Michigan, but there's a section of Lake Michigan that has waves. Is the lake actually in Michigan? Uh, it's bordering okay. Michigan. I was just asking. Um, although, it, you know, with the Upper Peninsula, it kind of surrounds it a little bit. So you might consider it like in Michigan. Good. And I'm sure there's lakes in Michigan too. But so yeah, there are waves. There's waves. Like our yeah. girls were riding these waves yeah. in on the boogie board, you know, yeah. 15, 20 yards. So significant yeah. size waves. Not anything that I would waste my time on because I'm a pretty serious boogie board. There you go. I love that stuff. Yeah, it's a good sized um, lake if it has waves. Yeah. yeah. Lake Michigan. But so it's, what's interesting is we are at two different beaches. Mm-hmm. And in the northern beach that we went to, there's like just really no waves worth yeah. considering. Yeah. But 20 minutes south, pretty significant waves. Oval Beach. Oval. So if you're in Michigan, Oval Beach has waves that are worth boogie boarding on for, you know, the average boogie boarder. Good. Yeah. There you go. I'm glad you had a good time. I did. I also got a wet burrito recommendation from our buddy, Bill Osborne, who uh, lived there for a few years and he didn't disappoint. Nice. So if you get just to throw a little, uh, you know, reputation out his way, if you get a food recommendation from Bill Osborne, it's trustworthy. Yeah. Okay. I have experienced the same. Have you? Yeah. yeah. He's like three for three, four for four in my book. Um, But no, it's good to be back. And it was refreshing to be with the faith family on Sunday, honestly, to be away for a week and miss a Sunday and be back with little responsibility. Nice. Uh, It was good. Good for you. Yeah. So I was glad to be back with folks. Good. And glad to be back in the swing of things here. So you ready? Ready. I was here on Sunday. I did listen. Did you? Okay. I did. Thank you. I did not hear the week before the sermon uh, at the end of Matthew chapter Mm 5. So maybe some of that will come up. I don't have any specific questions for that, but um, good. still in the Sermon on the Mount. So Mm -hmm. it is applicable. Um, So here on Sunday, you know, you covered verses 1 through Mm -hmm. 18. Well, yeah. Right. Of chapter 6. One through eight, and then uh, sixteen through eighteen, because yeah. it picked back up on the fasting again. So I was going to ask you this later, but mm-hmm. since it came up now, are you going to circle back to what's commonly referred to as the Lord's Prayer? There, mm-hmm. okay, is yeah, that this upcoming Sunday. That is, Ooh, okay. yeah, Community Sunday. There you go. All right, yeah. excellent. Because um, I was wondering that, but I it makes total sense why you separated it up that way. Um, so. Yeah, so we were in that section minus the Lord's Prayer mm-hmm. part of it. And just this, you know, this caution from Jesus to his audience saying, beware, beware of practicing righteousness for your own reputation's mm-hmm. sake to be seen by others. And um, I just think, I just think that's such a an easy trap to fall into. I don't know about yourself, but any. When anytime I'm doing something that I think is a good thing and a righteous act, I'm immediately thinking, oh, why am I doing this? Am I doing this, you know, for someone else? Am I helping the old lady across the street so that, you know, the Mount Joy citizens say, man, what a what a good guy that, that Jonathan is. 
Or am I doing it because she could use a hand and I want to be gracious and kind? Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's exactly, to me, it feels like what Jesus is getting at here. When you're doing these things, make sure you're doing them for God's glory and not your own glory. Um, So one of the questions that came in this week Mm -hmm. was not about one of those three practices, which you highlighted, and Jesus obviously brings up giving, Mm -hmm. praying, or fasting, Mm -hmm. but it's another one of these righteous acts. It's a command of Jesus, of the Lord, to encourage one another. Mm -hmm. And so the question in that vein is, how do we how do we practice encouraging one another mm-hmm. without putting this stumbling block in front of people where, you know, let's say I, I encourage you and say, hey, Randy, great sermon, but I don't want you to get a big head and become prideful. And, mm-hmm. you know, not that I would worry about that. No, we all worry about that for all of us. But yeah. so you're getting what the question is. And then conversely, part B to it, and I'll come back around to it is. How do we receive encouragement then without, you know, becoming prideful mm-hmm. or letting our own uh, ego kind of mm-hmm. get in the way of someone just being encouraging? So how do we encourage someone without as best we can, you know, causing them to yeah. stumble? Yeah, let's let's start with that. Let's start with that first with a person who's who may be saying. I I need to be careful in doing one of the one another's because mm-hmm. in doing one of the uh, one of the one another's I will be causing that person now to fall into the sin that Jesus identifies in chapter six something along mm-hmm. those lines so uh, uh, my uh, my reaction is um, that that's not on you that's not your responsibility mm-hmm. so what is what is your responsibility is to make sure that you practice the one another's because they're commanded yeah. by our Lord as well so what you wouldn't want to do is you wouldn't want to put yourself in that situation where you overthink this and so that you you uh, disobey one commandment because you've taken it upon yourself to make sure that you help another person not disobey mm-hmm uh, that's, that's just, I, I use the word overthink in that yeah. case, because I just feel like, uh, while I understand the question, uh, you, uh, would not want to go down that trail. And probably the person who asked that probably doesn't want to go down that trail either. Sure. It's a legitimate, what should I do? And so let's put this in the context of what seems to be so far, the overarching theme of this, uh, this sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. Almost all the instructions that Jesus is giving to me means that he's recreating me so that my self-concern is being pushed aside. Mm-hmm. In order to put these this ultra-righteousness into practice, what has to happen is I have to be thinking less of my own self and my own concerns. And in this case, this is a sort of a subtle form of I'm actually putting myself in a position of God where I'm thinking, oh, wow, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to hurt this other person by doing right. Mm-hmm. Think of the, the look at the logic of that. Um, it's right for me to encourage another brother or sister, but I, I can't do that or I shouldn't do that because that will hurt them. No, actually, it won't hurt them. It'll help them. Mm-hmm. It's on them how they respond. And we'll get to that part in a moment. But. Uh, are you following me so oh, far? Yeah, I at am. least the totally. angle of should I, you know, should I hesitate in doing the one another's? Yeah, no, you shouldn't. So one um, 
uh, one way that I, I'm, what I'm kind of wondering and what the look you're seeing on my face, yeah. I'm thinking through like, um, you know, in, in our culture with kids, especially mm. sometimes it feels like they're overpraised, you know, to the point where it's like, goodness, yeah. you yeah. know, they can't take criticism yeah. or that every, every six-year-old thinks that they're the best at, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So can you go too far um, in encouraging certain people to the point where it's like, you know what, they've got an unhealthy view of themselves. The answer I'm sure is yes. Okay. I'm sure the answer is yes. But I wonder if I'm the one that's, am I able to judge and how would I judge that that's, that that person is in that scenario? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, if I have specific evidence of that, then another one, another mm -hmm. probably needs to go into, into, uh, practice. Yeah. You know, right. so, um, so yeah, that's one side of it. Um, uh, practicing the one another's and not worrying about the effect of it. Mm -hmm. What about the receiving part? That's the other end of it. Yeah. That the you second part of right? the question, right. How do we receive part? encouragement? How do we receive, you know, and yeah. it could be encouragement too. in, in other ways, like, yeah. you know, maybe I'm going through a rough time and someone, you know, gives me a gift card to yeah, yeah, yeah. wherever yeah. Dunkin' Donuts say, Hey, here's yeah. an encouragement. That is Just, encouragement. You know, how do I do, how do I receive verbal encouragement mm -hmm. or any kind of encouragement without, you know, just receive it well. Yeah. So once again, uh, let's, let's think about the, the self-concern aspect of this, which seems to keep, uh, it's, it's, um, it's very foundational for carrying out the ultra righteousness. So in this case, uh, let's go back to that person giving, uh, doing the, the encouraging, the person doing the encouraging is not, is not since they are practicing a, a godly activity that the faith family needs, they should have no concept of themselves. In other words, they should not have the concern of, I might be hurting them because they know that they're not. Mm -hmm. They're actually right. doing the opposite. Mm -hmm. So there shouldn't be any, uh, any thought about that from their perspective. Right. So that, that's sort of off the table. Uh, I'm not responsible for the other person's uh, you know, uh, reaction. In the case of receiving it, though, I think the question goes back to, is Christ, is Christ recreating me so that I am not focused on myself and mm -hmm. receiving glory? Mm -hmm. So if I if I am not, then if you tell me, uh, if you give me a compliment, mm -hmm. I'm going to legitimately say thank you. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to detract from the glory of God. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not focused on my glory, I'm focused on his. And I'm assuming that, in, especially in our context, that what you're thanking me for or complimenting me over or on is some kind of a ministry something. Something along, especially sure. for us in our context. Yeah, right. So, I, you know, I, I think the simple answer to this is to say, do you go about your day thinking about yourself or, do you th or are you thinking about God? Yeah. And so if somebody comes along and, and you're thinking about God and they give you a compliment or they encourage, let's go back to the encouragement because it was both sides. Yeah. If someone encourages you, 
Do you take the encouragement as it's intended? Are you encouraged by it? Is your life now um, filled with gratitude and thankfulness because of it? Mm -hmm. If it is, your heart's in a good place. If that begins to sort of, if that, if that encouragement um, puffs you up or makes you think about yourself and your accomplishments, this is where uh, the Sermon on the Mount teaching should, uh, it, it should ring in your ear, in your mind, in your heart, and you should quickly say, God, you know my heart. You know how good that sounds and feels to me, but I need to redirect this to you. Mm-hmm. And you do that in an instant. Yeah. I mean, as soon as your conscience instructs you, that's the moment to put this uh, this sermon to me into practice. Yeah. So your boss says to you, hey, you're doing a really good job at whatever your role is, yeah. mechanic, manager, consultant, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, this this whole sermon, and I'm glad you pointed it out because I've seen this re- kind of recurring theme pop up. It's, it's constantly just redirecting us back to our heart. Mm-hmm. What's Jesus mm-hmm. recreating inside yeah. of us from mm-hmm. from the inside out and then from the inside that heart of humility and uh just you know mm-hmm. concern for god's glory and not mm-hmm. mine is what should be manifesting itself and yeah. so um i think that's a good word for wh- whoever it is out there and however you're raising your kids someone compliments you on mm-hmm. man your kids were really you know well behaved yeah. or you know whatever yeah um Taking a compliment well, being encouraged by that, mm-hmm. and just the benefit of that, that kind of an atmosphere is a great thing. Yeah. But then not, not letting our heart head off into one of those, you know, ditches that are yeah. very close by. Um, yeah. And the, I think the, I think one of the reasons why Jesus hits the big three, mm-hmm. right? So giving to the poor, praying, and fasting yep. is because in the first century, these are three huge religious observances, mm-hmm. or as I said on Sunday, you could also translate this religious requirements. This yeah. is practicing your righteousness as a phrase mm-hmm. is talking about a righteousness in the form of observances uh, or, or requirements. So he picks these big three. Mm-hmm. So what's really important for us, I think, if you're trying to put this into practice this week is to go back to the issue of uh, where uh, there's repeated in this text um, as the hypocrites do. Mm-hmm. So Jesus sees this, he recognizes this, and he uses this as a teaching tool for his followers. Right. So for me, and I know I said this to uh, some folks on Sunday because a lot of us met uh, later on in the day. And I, uh, at some point I said to someone, I wish I would have spent a little bit more time on the hypocrisy part. Mm-hmm. Because, now we, we hit on it some, but this is the place where you, uh, you take those big three yeah. And if there was any practices where you would seem to be spiritual, it would be these three. If people watched right. you and knew you to be doing these three, mm-hmm. then you're being you're being uh, seen as a very super spiritual person. Mm-hmm. And so I think what we want to do this week is to make sure that we're living the Christian life. We're being a Christ follower with no hypocrisy. In other words, it's genuine. Uh, we are sincerely following Christ and it shows and people know that. And uh, we're not trying to put on uh, a mask or pretend that we're something we're not. Mm-hmm. We're being, we're real. Yeah. No, it's really good. Uh, along those lines, but in a different vein, 
uh, I was asking myself the question, am I practicing works of righteousness? At all. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. it's yeah. implied here that these people yeah. when, are. When you do. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's a good question to ask myself too. Am I doing these things? And I mean, the, the list of things that you can do, mm-hmm. acts of righteousness yeah, is yeah. a mile long. Yeah. And so just being in the, the habit of mm-hmm. doing good works that God has prepared you know, beforehand for us yeah. to do yeah. and stepping into those those acts. Yeah. So question one, are are you doing righteous yeah. works, righteous acts? And then then the great follow-up question to keep yeah. us from going in yeah. you know, a bad direction is make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. For the right reasons. reasons. Mm-hmm. You can think about how hard uh, our positions are difficult, especially because of this trap. So think mm-hmm. think this through, right? So I get my day started. Yeah. And what if I don't pray the disciples' prayer, which we're covering on Sunday, mm-hmm. right? I don't pray it. And then I get to Sunday and I stand up on Sunday and I passionately tell people, uh, at least with my level of passion, I say, uh, you know, this is this is an important prayer, and, mm-hmm. and but I haven't prayed it all week. Yeah. So... You can see the kind of trap that we're in often where we are, we have to lead the way as far as being genuine and sincere, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We come to the table, not this table, we, we, but this table or any table, we come, to, we come to Calvary Bible Church and there needs to be a genuine love for God, mm-hmm. love for neighbor that's now being practiced for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. So it is, uh, this sincerity part was a big thing. And I, I just, I just hope that all of our, all of our faith family, uh, just sees the importance of I am living a real Christian life, yeah. which includes all the battles, mm-hmm. back and forth, the fight for faith, the, uh, you know, the the obedience and the disobedience, sort of the paradox that we covered a little bit on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so another practical question, kind of getting at the heart motive there, um, is we we want to do these things for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Is one of the right reasons, is it okay to have a reason being, I want a heavenly reward? <laughs> I think that's such a, that's such a, I don't know what you call it. It's, it's fascinating to me why we push back against rewards. Yeah. That's, and I, I, I is it a Lancaster County thing? No, is it a well, main thing? I think it's, I think it's. Is it a fundamentalist thing? I think. A little bit. I think it is. I Capital think I'm going F back fundamentalist. When we did this, what, a week or two back? Two weeks ago, but so last week's podcast. I, I think it's part of, somewhere along the line, most of us were taught, many of us were taught that the, if, if, our, if we're in it for the reward, it cheapens it. Yeah, it's the wrong reason. But then I've got to go back to this text and say to all of us, did we read this together and see Jesus arguing solely on the basis of rewards? Mm-mm. What do I do with that? I have to say that if Jesus argues that way with us, that it is right for us to want to be rewarded. And that does not detract from the glory of God. Some uh, astute reader of the Bible might say something like this. They might say, oh, I know how this is going to go because at the end of the story, whatever rewards that I'm given, mm-hmm. do you know how to finish that? Yeah, you throw it. Feet just of Jesus. give them back. Yeah, right. And so I could see a, a an, an astute Bible reader moving in that direction, and there's nothing wrong with that direction at all. Mm-hmm. I think what's important is that 
All of us should be eager to be rewarded by God because that is the, the best day of our lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't think of any, you think about all the excitement of payday. Uh, yeah. I, there was, uh, I'll do this quickly, there, an, one of the Amazon drivers, a young fellow that was new to the neighborhood, mm-hmm. we, I saw him twice in the same day. He said, I love this neighborhood. I said, are you, are you mm-hmm. new to this? He said, yeah. He said, I've only been driving a little while, but I love the neighborhood. And uh, the second time I saw him, as he's walking sort of fast away from me back to the truck, yeah. he said, and it's almost payday. Right. And, he, and, it, as, and, and you, you remember those days when yeah. we used to work. For, remember when you, we used to work for a living? Yeah. you remember that? Yeah, right. Especially your first Back you know, then, when, you, when a paycheck is coming, that is the best. And so I, you know, I just hope that, that you're able to think about the reward that's coming from the Heavenly Father. And that is going to be your best day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely a great day because just like you said, we're, we're getting the reward. And I think it's worth pointing out here, too, that Jesus, in his very last words that you covered, uh, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Why would he say that if a reward is not something that he thinks should be an OK thing to motivate us? But it's not necessarily the only thing that motivates us either. So I might put it this way, too. Uh, maybe we can think this through. If you're struggling with the joy of the reward, I would suggest that that's a sign that you're not you're not thinking about the um, the character of your heavenly Father and the kind of gift that you think you'd get from Him. I, I would I would say to you reflect on what you think about God, mm-hmm. because I think the greater you see Him the greater you will have anticipation and desire for what he's going to give you. I mean, I, yeah. that, that's just, I mean, there's a lot of ways you could think about this, right? Sure. I wonder what I'm going to get for Christmas from so-and-so. Yeah. Because you know that so-and-so through the years has really given good gifts. Yeah. So you uh-huh. kind of look forward to that, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And now just take that infinitely further uh-huh. and say, I should be really excited about getting a reward from my heavenly father. Yeah. I and mean, that's, that's the way I think I would try to uh, frame this. If I was struggling with a reward deal. Yeah. He's a good father who gets good gifts, the best gifts that are absolutely worth oh getting excited about. And it's, it's, it pays literally because of this word. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hit this much, but it actually pays to be righteous. Yeah, it pays to be righteous. Yeah, I would say I would argue, especially in the, in Matthew's gospel, it pays now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even sure. though even though it may not seem like it, it does pay now, mm-hmm. and you know for sure it pays later. So, yeah, yeah, big time and payoff. I, I don't think yeah, inflation has anything to do with the value mm-hmm. of the payment there. Imagine the, uh, <laughs> the the you know mixing into a podcast like this the spirituality of that that recent uh, lottery ticket winner. Did you hear about how no, high uh-uh. it was? I think if I get this right somewhere, I think it got to be over a billion dollars. Wow. And somebody, they, they, they had a winner. It wasn't you. It was not me. Michelle and I joked about what would it be? What would we do? And yeah. Um, you know, it's preach like, the next week, probably. Yeah. Uh, and um, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, just think That's about lot, that yeah. reward. I mean, that reward is like, whoa, that jackpot was huge. Well, we're talking about something 
far superior. Oh yeah. 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 Good. It's, uh, it does pay. It pays off uh, to, uh, to be ultra righteous at the core of our motives mm -hmm. that pays off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's difficult, but uh, so worth it. So good. Yeah. And we could thoughts? say, yeah. And so we can say it's difficult. And we can also say, remember in the context of the Sermon on the Mount, that all of these commandments highlight the depth at which Christ is working in us. So he's creating this sense of mm -hmm. uh, uh, my motives are pure because I want the glory of God. Mm -hmm. My motives are pure because God has done something about my self-worth and so forth. So yeah. good. Yeah. All right. So, okay. yeah, we're right in the middle of this uh, still um, Sermon on the Mount, which is great. Um, I'm enjoying it. And, yeah, we trust it's helpful for you guys, too, in your own, you know, disciple making journey, your pathway. So if you have any questions about this podcast, you know, feel free to email them in mm -hmm. podcast at cpcmj.com uh, or during the sermon on Sunday, you know, the Lord's Prayer coming up here. Uh, goodness, how many people could recite that? Mm. Um, yeah. And so I'm excited to for Sunday as well. So yeah. Sunday sermon, any, any Sunday, send those questions in. We love talking about just the practical implications of it beyond Sunday morning, you know, from mm -hmm. 10, 15 to 11, 45 or whatever. So, yeah. And it was important uh, today that we end this podcast in a shorter time than Andy and Ray did. Oh yeah. That's goodness. important. Those guys. And second, I, I did hear did you hear this? That mm -hmm. someone actually fell asleep during the podcast. No. Yeah. I their told, podcast. I told Ray. Okay. I yeah. told Ray on Sunday night. I said, Ray, you're not going to believe this. Somebody told me that they fell asleep during your podcast. I said, that podcast was way too long. Oh, way so too long. So I hope long. we're shorter than that. Thankfully, Andy was trying to push him along. He was. Constantly. But it wasn't working. Ray's got too much on his mind. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You should get one of their hats. You got, you fit in with them. You know what I mean? Michelle's father had one of those years ago. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's just a great, that's uh, a great thing. Yeah. Those guys are too much. They are. Anyway, hope this is helpful. We love you guys. We love the other guys, too. Yeah, we Ray do. and Andy, we do. for the most part. Yep. But, all right. We'll see you guys Sunday. Take care. Have a great week. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday. <laughs>